Hi, and welcome to the Alcon Recon Podcast, your community for commentary and communications on everything sports-related. Your host is none other than Alvin Corneal, former national and NCAA soccer coach. He's worked for FIFA for over 23 years in technical analysis and has helped grow the sports in the Caribbean and Latin America regions. He's also been involved in every World Cup since 1978 and Olympic Games since 84. If you haven't done so already, go subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts, or check us out on AlconRecon.com. Welcome your host, Alvin. Well, for the first three matches in the Caribbean Premier League cricket, Trinidad and Tobago Red Force won all their games. Very good performances in the first three matches. Today, they were up against the West Indies Emerging Group, a group of youngsters, very enthusiastic, very talented, but they would not have known that. Nobody would have known it until they would have seen this match today. They batted first and scored 243. I thought that was a pretty good score in terms of some of the guys who are not very well known in West Indies cricket. And then, of course, it was the Red Force. All these batsmen who were doing well, whether it was Webster at one time, Solazano, uh, Jason Mohammed, Darren Bravo, very consistent in this match. Hope and Otley, all these batsmen have had good scores in the previous matches. And what do you think on this occasion? Well, it didn't work quite as well. The first thing is that we saw some very intelligent bowling by some of these youngsters, bowling the ball at the stumps, not wasting it at all. Their outfield cricket was pretty good, and it put a lot of pressure on the early batters. Webster was out for a duck. Solazano was trying to go over the heads of the fielders far too early, and he was caught down on the boundary for just 17. Jason Mohammed, I thought, was uh, very unlucky. Without LBW, the fielders were looking for a catch. They didn't get it. They still appealed, and the umpire sent him from an LBW. I thought for a moment in time that it was going to beat the leg stump, but then I was not in the best position to see. Bravo played excellently. He was not able to be as fluent uh, with his scores, with his shots, as he had been in previous times. It was very, very good bowling. By Harding, he was picking up four for 53, and Ned, two for 26. These bowlers bowled intelligently. Their fielding uh, team was very good, and one spectacular catch with dismissed hope would certainly be one of the best catches in this game. It trundled on, and Yannick Otley came in, and he put together a good score with hope until Hope to gave way to a shot. He was playing a shot, square with him, get on the offside, and he was brilliantly caught. In came the others. Omar Khan, the captain, didn't do as well as I thought he would have done, and he left Otley battling, and he battled on to 71 until, unfortunately, he got out, and then all fell apart, losing just by about 12 runs. It was not a good time for Trinidad and Tobago Red Force. But when you take into consideration the second half of their batting, they did reasonably well. I never thought they would reach within 12 runs of the score because they were struggling to get the runs. It was not easy to come by. It was a nice wicket, but certainly the ball was on the stumps all the time. And one's got to give the West Indian Emerging Group credit for this. However, three matches won, one loss. We'll have to wait and see how they will continue in this tournament. Everyone looks forward to Trinidad and Tobago Red Force winning it. Are they going to win it on this time? Your guess is as good as mine.
but we'll certainly keep our fingers in the air to think that they'll make it all the time.